back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. I'm your host Clayton, and I've got some great news for us today. But before we get into that, make sure to check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines. Drop us a follow, and you will find a tweet every time that we post a new episode. Also, check us out on YouTube at Headlight Headlines, where you can always find a video version of this podcast. With that being said, let's get right into it. We have some interesting news here from Mazda. They're confirming a new engine, a new inline-six turbocharged engine um, that is going into some of their vehicles. But this currently is just for the Australian market. So they have a new 3.3-liter inline-six that puts out 280 horsepower and 332 pound-feet of torque. And currently, it's only for sale in the Australian market. It debuted on um, this vehicle. Where is it? I believe it's this. Okay, never mind. Whatever. Anyway, it's debuting on a vehicle that's only available in the Australian market. But they're saying that it's likely to come to the CX-70 and CX-90 here soon in the U.S., so it's a very interesting engine because it has interesting figures. People are not very amused by the just 280 horsepower that it's outputting because it's putting out already a 332 put found foot pound. Oh my gosh, torque figure, which is significantly higher than the horsepower figure, and it's kind of like why. Are they doing this at all? Because there's so many smaller engines that can pull out more horsepower or engines that are the same size. So, not really sure. Currently, they use the 2.5 liter Sky Active engine, which is 256 horsepower and 320 pound-feet of torque. So, it's like a little bump over that, but not much. So, it's kind of like, why, why are they just putting in this engine? It seems kind of filler them to do that and then also adding to the fact we have the hybrid engine which they have the plug-in hybrid powertrain which puts out 323 horsepower and 369 pound-feet of torque so then it's like why aren't you getting the plug-in hybrid because it's way better and it gives you better gas mileage so I'm really confused as to where Mazda thinks they can go with this engine, like what direction they're trying to go, because it's not much better than the current engine, and it's way worse than the plug-in hybrid. So who knows? We'll see what they say. We'll see if it even comes to the U.S. Speculation is that it will, but this CX-60 that's coming on right here, we're not getting in the U.S., so who knows? We shall see. Next up, we got a brand new car unveiled from Mercedes. Um, it is the EQE electric. So they already had the EQS SUV. This is a smaller version from Mercedes. Um, and it's competing with the BMW iX, which we've talked about a little bit before. Um, it's going to be built in Alabama. And it will 
be for 2023-2024 model year, I think. Nope, 2023 model year. The AMG version that they're making will come out in 2024. Um, so it definitely has some very interesting styling, as you can see up here. It's a very odd-looking SUV. Like this front end, like if you, if you took it here, sliced it, and just gave me this front end, I would think it would be like a minivan front end. It kind of looks like to me. I like this head. I like I like the headlights and the grill. It just looks kind of like a blob. The wheels are interesting too. But it doesn't seem that bad. I'm saying it has 18.4 cubic feet of trunk space. Um, and if you put the rear seats down, 59.2, which is a lot. I want to see the interior pictures, if they have any. They're saying there's a few um, models, trim levels to choose from. There's a 350 plus, 354 Matic, and 500 for Matic. Um, they're saying the base one, the 350 plus, has 288 horsepower and 417 pound-feet of torque. And then the next trim level up, the 354 Matic, has uh, 564 pound-feet of torque, but 288 horsepower, which is insane. Oh, my gosh. Literally almost twice as much torque as the horsepower. And then the 504 Matic has 536 horsepower and 633 pound-feet of torque. Um fastest one is 0 to 60 4.6 seconds not bad 130 mile per hour top speed here's our interior so it has that same similar eqs interior with the full screen three screens basically for the driver center console and passenger um, they're saying it can charge from 10 to 80 percent in 30 minutes 32 minutes using a quick charger um, and they're saying that the range will be around 342 miles. Probably that's on that higher uh, trim level. And they're saying the base price will be around 80000 they're guessing. So, I don't know. There's like a lot of companies releasing all these electric SUVs, and they're all expensive, but they're all going to have problems. So, be careful. I would wait a little bit, honestly, on EVs just till the infrastructure gets there. But not the worst car coming from Mercedes. Very luxurious, that's for sure. Very luxurious. But kind of odd styling. But not the worst. Not the worst. Next up, we have a recall from Hyundai. For 53,000 vehicles that are using their dual clutch automatic transmissions. So, this is affecting a lot of their models. The Elantra N, Kona N, and Veloster N performance versions of their vehicles. These all can come with a manual, which I think a lot of people get. So, I doubt it's a lot of those. But the Santa Cruz, that new truck, small Thing they made to compete with the Ford Maverick that only comes automatic Santa Fe only comes automatic and the Sonata I believe is only automatic so 
a lot of vehicles can be affected by this. 53,000, they're saying um, they're going to inspect and replace the transmissions and reprogram the controlling software because they had an issue with a fail-safe for the transmission oil pump, which could cause quite the issue, obviously. If your oil pump's not working, can't get no oil to the transmission, it ain't gonna shift right. So they're sending out a stop sale. They've had a stop sale since October 7th, um, and they'll contact owners by December 5th. Um, you can check if your vehicle is affected on the NH National Highway Traffic Safety Association recall website. Um, but yeah, 50, just over 53,000. And, I mean, it seems like they know what they're doing here, so nothing too crazy, but definitely want to get that fixed if your vehicle has been affected. Next, we got two stories that are very similar to one another. Well, not really stories, just kind of observations. So they have two vehicle deals for this month that are quite significant, but they're very unique vehicles. So this right here is the Toyota Mirai, and here we have the Hyundai Nexo. So these are not ordinary cars. They don't use a gas engine. They don't use a hybrid engine, but they use the hydrogen fuel cells which is very difficult to get the hydrogen fuel needed for this. It basically runs on water, kind of. And they're taking $25,000 off both of these vehicles. Um, but it's going to be very unlikely that you all listening can use these vehicles. Just because... Like the like I said earlier, the electric vehicle infrastructure is pretty low, but this infrastructure is like non-existent. You have to live in certain parts where they can, where they have the hydrogen like refill stuff. And yeah, they're saying it's only available in Los Angeles. So it's like if you don't live in Los Angeles, what's the point? I think there's also random places around the country where they have it because I remember watching a video um, from TFL who we got this story from earlier about them testing out one of these cars I think it might have been this one um, in Colorado so it really depends but 25000 also off the Nexo um, so if you can get this car it could be worth but it's difficult to gotta know what you're doing and you gotta have what you need basically which they don't have everywhere definitely don't have it here where i live so if you're interested check those out read these descriptions for the information but yeah those seem to be just in california and then our last story might actually help something we've mentioned a couple times which is that charging electric vehicle infrastructure and they're saying scientists may have figured out 10-minute electric car charging, which is very interesting. So they start here talking about how long it takes certain brands' vehicles to charge. Ford takes 45 minutes to get from 10 to 80. Tesla takes 15 minutes to get 200 miles. All this stuff is cool, whatever. But at Penn State, they did a research. Um, some scientists there 
where they created a battery structure, not just like a battery itself, but like a way to a way to put together a battery to make it work. So they say in this quote, this technology can work for any size of battery, but perhaps the biggest benefit is that it will enable automakers to sell EVs with smaller batteries without triggering customers' range anxiety. So what they they did here is they took nickel foil inside the battery cells, which helps maintain that temperature at about 176 degrees Fahrenheit. And at this temperature, it's easier for the batteries to cause over risk. So very interesting the nickel for that. I'm very interested where they can go because if that really can do it's like they said, that's changer changer they say if the temperature drops it really affects the rate of charging so that's why they're using that to try to keep that very interesting to see to see what but that's all i got today As i said before on twitter lines tweet out every so goes live and also subscribe to this podcast Stay safe there in the next episode.